Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and it's listener letter time again. This week we have a letter from Jihu Longtummy from right here in Half Hill, and he writes, Hey, Tosh Mafuni, I've noticed that you never really answer the questions in your listeners' letters. Why is that? Well, what a great question, Jihu. You know, we love getting letters from our listeners and really look forward to all of your great questions. Professor Talib and I spend a lot of time talking about them and commenting on how wonderful it is that we have such an attentive and curious audience. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, Half Hill is all abuzz about a recent visit from a pair of Lightforged Draenei priests who traveled all the way to our little corner of the world to study Pandaren cooking under the master chefs at the Iron Paw Culinary Institute. I had the opportunity to talk to them while they stayed at the Lazy Turnip and record our interview, which we will feature in an upcoming episode. It's time for the Dwarven Weather Forecast with Eamon Wetbranch, sponsored by Nessingwari Safari. This week, the forecast is for Kunlai Summit. What's the forecast, Eamon? Ah, what do you think? Snow, you daft Pandaren. Nauf with you. Thanks, Eamon. The Dwarven Weather Report is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, Children's Week is underway, which we'll talk about in our feature story this week, Travels with Tashi and Talib. The monthly Dark Moon Fair starts tomorrow, and in just a few days from now, the Spring Balloon Festival will get underway, where you get a guided balloon tour of some beautiful and historic areas, and your tour guide may even be a celebrity. This delightful celebration is available throughout Azeroth and is one of Professor Talib's favorites. The Half Hill Report is made possible in part this week thanks to a very generous grant from Shanji's Academy, preparing Pandaren heroes for lives of adventure for nearly three generations. For our feature story this week, we're returning to Travels with Tashi and Talib. This week, Children's Week. Every year at this time, heroes throughout Azeroth take a little time to bring some joy and adventure into the life of a child who has lost their parents to the ongoing conflicts in our world. Professor Talib and I have a particular fondness for this event, so we thought we'd share our experience with you. We began our day at the orphanage in Stormwind. We arrived at the majestic Cathedral Square in the center of the city and met with orphan matron Nightingale. She greeted us warmly and expressed her appreciation for us coming and introduced us to Randus, a charming human boy. Randus was very excited about the prospects for the day and shared with us his wish list of places to visit. As we took a few minutes to get to know one another, he asked us a frankly very confusing question 
about the functional purpose of belt loops on overalls. Professor Talib laughed good-naturedly and pointed out that since neither of us were tailors, it was just as big a mystery to us as it was to him. First on Randis's list was a visit to Sentinel Hill in Westfall to take a ride on one of Twilber Torquewrench's famously fast motorcycles and a ride through the raging chasm. Honestly, I was a little concerned about taking such a young child into an active war zone, but he seemed quite excited about it as we rode through several skirmishes. We made our way west to the raging chasm and took a thrilling but nauseating ride through this remnant of the great cataclysm. The more travel-seasoned and stronger-constitutioned Professor Talib had a wonderful time as we leaped chasms and rode the whirlwind, whooping and hollering the whole way. I've never seen her so animated. Young Randis had so much fun that he felt compelled to pay for the ride and tip us 18 gold in the bargain. Despite some curious glances between the professor and myself, we decided not to ask any questions about how an orphan came to have so much gold. Next, we traveled to Ironforge, because Randis had heard stories that Magni Bronzebeard had turned himself into a giant diamond. Randis was excited about the ride on the Deep Run Tram from the Dwarven District in Stormwind into Ironforge. He was particularly fascinated by the underwater vista as the tram traveled beneath the bay between Stormwind and Dunmarog. As this was my first trip to the capital city of the dwarves, I was just as awed by the Great Forge as Randis was. Professor Talib remarked on how busy the forge was, especially with weapons production, and wondered whether it had anything to do with the increasing tensions between the Alliance and the Horde. We made our way to the high seat of the Dwarven King, and from there traveled down a narrow, dark passageway into Old Ironforge. Randis was fascinated by the large spider webs, and Professor Talib, always the researcher, inspected them to see how much they had grown since her last visit. Me? I just wanted to keep moving in case the residents were still around. Finally, we arrived at the place where we expected to find the diamond, but found only Advisor Belgram, who told us that Magni had emerged from the diamond in crystalline form at the beginning of the most recent war with the Burning Legion to help protect Azeroth itself from this threat. Randis commented that he wanted to be a diamond so no one could ever hurt him, and he could buy castles for his fellow orphans. Professor Talib gave him a hug, and once again I was surprised by her departure from her normal professorial reserve. She smiled at me as I wiped a tear from my own eyes. Returning to Stormwind, via the tram we made our way down to the harbor for a trip to Darnassus to see the great druid Malfurion Stormrage. As we boarded the fine ship Bravery, captained by Angelina Sulana, Randis and Talib were much more excited than I was about the boat ride, but I did manage to keep down my lunch. Upon our arrival, we took the portal to the top of the great world tree, Teldrassil, seat of night elf power. 
Professor Talib suggested that we spend a little extra time in Teldrassil, as this was a rare experience, and one that Randis would likely remember all of his life. We strolled about the lovely temple gardens and were awed not only by the architecture, but by the noble presence of the night elves themselves. We walked in respectful silence across the bridge to the Temple of the Moon, while Talib related some of the tale of Malfurion Stormrage, the greatest of all druids, and his wife, High Priestess of Alun, Tiranda Whisperwind. We ascended the graceful stone ramps within the temple, and Randus smiled shyly at a few of the imposing sentinel guards, who returned his smile with grave nods. When we finally came into the presence of the great druid, Randus, with the candor and innocence of a child, boldly remarked on the great druid's appearance, and Malfurion responded with grace and patience. He explained that during his time in the Emerald Dream, he had taken on the aspects of each of the druidic forms, the antlers of the stag, the wings of the raven, the clawed feet and hands of the bear and the cat. Randis said that he wouldn't want to go into the Emerald Dream because he might turn into a turtle, but he sure would like wings. And with smiling eyes, Malfurion granted Randis his wish for a brief time. Randis flew about excitedly, shouting, I'm a bird boy! Professor Talib smiled gently, clearly enjoying the experience as much as Randis. After our visit to Darnassus, Randis said he'd like to go home. So we returned to Stormwind and decided to treat ourselves to some ice cream from the Cone of Cold in the Mage Quarter of the city. I bought Randus a cone, and I indulged myself in an iced berry slush, while Professor Talib had a chocolate-covered ice cream bar, which dripped onto the lovely dress that she had worn for the day. As we sat and enjoyed our treats, Randus said he was surprised that mages made such wonderful ice cream, and then went on a bit of a ramble about putting soap on a fork. I didn't really follow that, but I smiled and put my paw on his shoulder. As children are likely to do, Randus asked for a toy, so Professor Talib suggested that we find Stormwind's traveling toy-selling gnome, Craggle Wobbletop. Randus immediately asked whether he could get the Red Rider air rifle, but Professor Talib was concerned that he might shoot his eye out, so I recommended kites instead. He readily agreed, and, purchase made, we stood on the cobblestone path and lofted our lovely Pandaren dragon kites into the azure skies above the crystal blue canals of Stormwind. For a final gift, we purchased foam swords for Randus to bring to his friends at the orphanage which all the little orphans began wielding in mock battles in Cathedral Square. Professor Talib observed that they all would make fine little soldiers for the Alliance. The matron smiled and agreed, clearly missing the ironic tone in the professor's voice. As we said our goodbyes, Randis asked if he could keep the kite we had bought him, and the professor and I both said of course he could, and that we hoped whenever he flew it, he would think of this day with happy memories, and that perhaps one day he would travel to our home in Pandaria and we'd fly our kites together over the peaceful village of Half Hill. 
As always, I am coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, where Denden the bartender has a ready supply of all your favorite beverages, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, made right here in the valley by the brewmasters at Storm Stout Brewery, who remind you that when in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again, and make sure to tune in later today for the adventures of Rim Sim Sim. This week, the noble yak Rim Sim Sim and his hosen keeper Dion find a wounded baby quill rat, nurse it back to health, and help return it back to its family. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria.